Hey, this is Jewel Bejvarpu, and you're listening to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, episode 29. Welcome to the Fertility Life Coach Podcast, a show for smart, type A millennial women who want to get pregnant without the emotional roller coaster. If you want to learn how coaching can relieve stress and balance your hormones, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Jewel Bejavarpu, and I am an infertility and IVF warrior, as well as a certified life and holistic health coach. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are y'all doing today? I am doing so good. Thank you for asking. I want to give you a little update on the pool we're building. So as many of you might have seen on my Instagram stories, we have been building a pool. It's kind of been a mess. I've been giving you updates in the podcast about it. Go back and listen to other intros if you want to get caught up. But we were about to get the pool plastered and finished and get water in it last Tuesday or yesterday, I think it was. And they found a leak in the cement. So now we're waiting again for them to fix the leak. Um, Hopefully next week we'll get the screen up. They'll fix the leak. They'll put the plaster down. And really, I just hope we can have water in it by like July 1st. That would be a miracle. I kind of told everybody like, hey, we are having a big pool party on July 4th and it has to get done. Like, like it has to. (laughs) So, um, that's up the update with the pool. I will let you guys know more when it happens. Also, I don't think I told you, but from a while ago, I did get my period. We did start the birth control for my transfer and which if everything kind of goes to plan with the transfer medications and my lining, the transfer will be sometime the first week or so of July. I just had my baseline scan today. So I started taking estrace, which is estrogen really, and the cyst still is there, but they said it's not producing any hormones, so it won't be a problem, and we're just going to kind of leave it and move forward, and hopefully it um, reabsorbs um, as the I start taking these medications, and if I do get pregnant, it reabsorbs during that time as well. So... In other news, I am running a new free monthly support group. I will put the link for to register in the show notes, but this is an amazing opportunity to connect with other women who are, are just like you, who are going through infertility. You can share your story in a safe and supportive environment and receive free coaching on anything fertility related from how to handle the tough emotions of the two-week wait to questions about what tests you should be getting or how like IVF works, all the things. We had our first meeting in May and we had 25 women register. So it was pretty fun. It was an amazing group of women. So make sure you register to save your seat for June support group, which is June 24th at 7 p.m. EST. And go online to my website, go down to free resources, click support group, and you can register. So that way you get the email with the secret fun Zoom link. So that would be www.simplyjewel.com forward slash support group. That's for th- that's all for that. So today I want to talk a little bit about forced challenges. And this is a really exciting topic. 
Um, So what is a force challenge? How is it different from a chosen challenge? Well, a force challenge is a challenge that you did not choose, like infertility, versus a chosen challenge is a challenge you do choose, like applying for that new job, getting married, okay? The key to overcoming a challenge that is forced upon you is that now you get to choose it. I'm going to repeat that. You now get to choose it. But the thing is, is that most of us don't choose the challenge. Most of us fight the forced challenge and we resist it. And we believe that infertility shouldn't be happening to us, right? We think, I just want to be done. Or can I just relax now? And I often see myself and my other clients at times feeling entitled to life being adversity free. And this is just not useful at all. When I start saying, well, this shouldn't be happening and this challenge shouldn't be happening and I shouldn't be having to deal with this and aren't I over this already? Whenever we have attitudes like that, that is when we get overwhelmed. That is when we get frustrated. And I think my favorite line that I said to myself back in the day was, I already have had enough challenges in my life. Why this one too? And I know I say that like kind of in a laughing, joking way, but this is really what I thought at the beginning of my infertility journey. And actually this thought specifically is what kept me stuck and spinning out time after time after time. So let me give you a little backstory. You see, my husband and I had just gotten married um, when we first started trying to have a baby and our marriage nor relationship initially was not accepted by either of our families. So we dated for a couple of years. We decided we wanted to get married. We told our families and it was like, no, (laughs) right? And so it took years while dating, continuing to date to work this out with our families. Um, There was a bunch of things, right? And we did finally get married. They did finally come around. And I remember thinking, at least we got through the biggest challenge of our lives. Like, at least our biggest challenge of our lives is, like, out of the way. We made it. Phew. Right? And I spoke way too soon, clearly. Because then infertility hit us soon after finishing up that forest challenge. And I thought it was so unfair. I resisted the heck out of infertility. I told myself I did not want to get laparoscopic surgery. I did not want to do IVF. I did not want to take medication. I wanted to get pregnant naturally without medication in like six months. Like that was the rule. Um, But the thing is the lies, I was telling myself lies. The lies were I didn't want to get laparoscopic surgery. The lies were I didn't want to do IVF. Um, They were just, that was just the resistance. And I was using up so much mental and physical energy trying to resist the challenge of infertility because, this is key, I thought I wouldn't survive emotionally. I was lying to myself because deep down, I knew I would do anything to be a mom. When I said I didn't want to do IVF, like that wasn't true. I would do anything to be a mom, including IVF. I just didn't want to. And that was kind of a lie because I, I did want to. I didn't want to do it if that meant having a baby and becoming a mom. So I think that's first step is like recognizing where you're actually lying to yourself um, and like being open and honest about your about your decisions and what you want to do. And 
one day I decided, I learned about this concept of forced challenges and I decided to choose it. I decided to embrace the truth. I went to get the surgery, the laparoscopic surgery, best decision of my life. I decided, you know, that's not true that I don't want to do IVF. I do do want, I do want to do IVF if that's going to help me have a baby, but I'm scared and that's okay. So when you are in, given a forced challenge like infertility, do not lie to yourself, but be honest. I do want to do these things, but it's really scary for me, right? I do want to get surgery. If that's what, what's going to help, but it's terrifying me, okay? And like, I want you to choose all of it. Choose to accept the infertility. Choose to be honest with yourself about what you want, but also be honest about your feelings about it. And the great reframe that I have used is that I have decided that this challenge of infertility is a necessary step to becoming more of who I want to be. This challenge of infertility is a necessary step for me to become the best mom that I imagine myself being. And I often imagine and ask myself, who do I want to be after this challenge of infertility? Like, it's not going to last the rest of my life. So like, who do I want to be afterwards? And like, I envision, like, I just imagine I let my brain come up with all these images and all these ideas. And I envision my life with my babies and my family and my husband and envision myself so much more emotionally stable, so much more wise empathetic to others, empathetic and understanding and um, having knowledge of like different family structures, having a sex positive household. And I see a woman who has healed her trauma. I see myself as strong AF and who knows how to care for herself finally, right? Who has given up on people pleasing, who is not afraid of the unknown anymore, who can do hard things. So I want you to do this right now. Pause the podcast, hit the pause button, turn it off. And I just want you to dream about that woman, you, of who you're going to be after this challenge of infertility and work on accepting it, okay? I want you to think about like about that woman, because you are becoming her right now because you have taken this forced challenge of infertility on and accepted it. So I want you to really work towards that is accepting that challenge of infertility, taking it on, and then dreaming about who you're becoming because you've now taken it on and been like, yes, I did not choose this. This was forced upon me. That's okay. I'm choosing it now. So what happens is when you are tempted to be like, do I even want this challenge, (laughs) right? Remember, that is just not a relevant question. And that's something that we ask ourselves a lot, like, do I even want this? And we just be like, no, I don't, right? But instead, I challenge you to say, I am choosing it now because the point of human life is to overcome challenges. And I hear you, you naysayers in the back of the podcast, (laughs) recording studio, I hear you. You're like, nope. The point of human life is to be happy. That's the point. Like if you're not happy, you're not living human life. And I really, 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 really want to challenge you on this because I think happiness is a great side effect of life, but I don't believe it's the point. And here is why. Because 
when we have that goal of constant happiness, we inevitably are very unhappy and disappointed because we can never seem to get there. Shit happens, infertility happens, life happens. But when we have the goal to overcome life's challenges, to grow, to learn, to become more of who we are, we automatically become more successful because we can count on our hands and toes all the challenges we have had and that we're still here. We're still alive and we're still moving forward. But what the thing is, when we, when we think, oh, the point is to be happy, then when we're not happy, we feel like we're not living life. We're not doing our purpose that something is wrong. But really, life is 50-50. Half the time in human life, we're going to feel positive emotions. The other half of the time, we're going to feel negative emotions. And I just don't want you to think that you have to be feeling positive emotions 100% of the time because in 50% of life, you're going to feel you're going to feel frustrated and angry because that's the like the negative emotions. But then you're going to have like a whole nother layer on top of this. I call it like dirty pain. Okay, you have like the clean pain, you have a dirty pain. And I'll probably do an episode about this later. But um, that's kind of my reasoning for for why why I think the point of life is to overcome life's challenges. So the thing is, is that we when we move forward towards our goals, the more challenges there will be. So as you move forward, as I was getting married, as I was starting a family, this challenge of infertility was showing up because I was reaching my goals. I was reaching far out. I was dreaming big. And often we want to judge the challenge and hide from it based on how we feel. So we feel scared, overwhelmed, angry, happy, calm, or at peace, but you can't judge the challenge based on how you feel while in it. Because feeling better doesn't mean necessarily that you are getting better, that you are are evolving, right? With tough challenges like infertility, we must be willing to experience the pain of growth and evolution in order to live the life that we have dreamed of. And this is not easy, right? And I did not learn how to do this on my own. I have had countless mentors and coaches who have guided me and given me these skills so I can do this. And I'm honestly, I'm not really 100% perfect either, right? I don't have um, an extremely hard challenge come up in my life and be like, super zen and meditative and put what I've learned into practice like a robot. I'm better than I was, but I still cry. I still scream. I still throw like a toddler fit and I get scared. And then I remember what to do. And then I get help. And I get help now instead of believing that I should be able to figure out all of these challenges on my own. Now, to clarify a little more about what I mean by experiencing the pain of growth is really just to sit with the pain instead of resist it. It means to allow the fear of not surviving and be real with yourself because then you will thrive. How? Well, because what we resist persists. And I know I say this a lot, but it's really one of the biggest lessons I've learned in coaching and how to feel my emotions. And I've done a podcast episode all about this, so go find it and listen to it. And I also teach my one-on-one clients an in-depth process of how to sit with pain and how to move through it instead of just moving it, like the pain moving through you willy-nilly. So what it comes down to is how skilled you are, handle- you are at handling adversity. Coaching and challenges are all about building resilience and grit. 
There are so many books about this, and I highly recommend How Children Succeed. That's the name of the book. I read this book for my master's degree, and I loved it. And I also realized while reading this that I had like a really low gritability. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but I'm saying it is. Gritability in some areas of my life. So how do you keep coming back at the diagnosis of infertility even when you feel like you failed? How do you never give up? Or that is never give up until you want to from a place of peace and love and acceptance versus giving up from a place of relief. You choose the challenge. You take action towards your goal of getting a baby. Maybe it's at the beginning, it's like super small steps, like eating healthier, although we know that isn't really that small of a step. But whatever seems like the best next thing for you is what you want to do. Then you push yourself just a little bit. Maybe that's hiring a coach to help you learn more about your body and emotional world. Maybe that is something else. But practice just being outside of your comfort zone. And I think for a lot of us, and what is like what it's been for me is being able to feel my emotions, to process them instead of run away from them. And I also think not getting stuck in the loop of taking tons and tons of action or wanting to do it perfectly in order to avoid those uncomfortable feelings. One way I develop grit with my clients is celebrating the wins at the beginning of each session. We focus on what is going well, even if that's as simple as I let myself cry today when I felt sad or I took some time off for myself instead of trying to do it all today. I think the final strategy to build grit is something else I work with my clients on is to have a role model so you can see the possibility. So you can imagine, remember that that woman we were imagining of who you're becoming so you can see yourself in that role model. So my role model is Lady Gaga. I watched an interview that she did with Oprah a few years ago, and you should Google it. It's on YouTube. And it totally changed my life. My coach at the time actually recommended it for me. And then I became obsessed with Lady Gaga. Before then, I like kind of knew who she was, but wasn't like really into her. But this changed everything. So she, Lady Gaga, struggled with so has struggled with so many mental and emotional health issues, and she's also overcome them. And she's also one of the most famous and richest women in the world. And she also is on a lot of medication to support her emotionally. So I just want you to hear all those ands I just said. Like, you can do both. Open your brain up to all the possibilities. But sometimes, when we are building this grit, this resilience, we just want to quit. Who has been there? I know I could raise, like, both hands. We go into, like, what I call the depths of despair. We don't process our emotions We just want to feel that like sweet relief that comes with stopping, that comes with giving up, that comes with just being like, it's too hard, it's impossible, I'm done. I don't want to become a mom, I don't want to have a baby, whatever that sounds like for you, right? And I I talk to a lot of people like on Instagram and um, about being like, you know what, I've done everything, I've tried everything, I'm just giving up, I can't handle it anymore. And like I ask them a lot of times, like, are you giving up to feel relief? Or does this feeling of like giving up give you peace and love and calm? Because those are two very different things. So the thing is, 
is that if you go for that short-term emotional relief, you will most likely be making yourself weaker every time you face adversity in any area of our life, not just infertility, because you'll face adversity, you'll want to feel better, so you'll quit whatever it is to feel better, you'll hide whatever it is, you'll deny it, which gives all the power back to the problem. It gives all the power to the adversity, and it makes you weaker, it makes you less grittable, gritability, whatever. It makes you less strong. As long as I'm avoiding and running away from the problems, the world gets stronger and more powerful against me. Like that's how your brain goes. And so you get less and less evidence in your brain of like, oh, I can handle things. But as long as I utilize the problems as a way of strengthening my brain, becoming more of who I am, living my life purpose, then I get stronger. My emotions get stronger. I understand them better. So my friends, these things are not easy. I feel like I could do a million podcast episodes on this and like really like force challenges isn't even like fun sometimes. (laughs) I wouldn't call it fun. I like to try to make my coaching sessions as fun as possible for my clients because we're dealing with so many force challenges. I get goofy. I get dramatic. They can all tell you this, but this stuff is so heavy. I feel you. And I feel like if you are struggling to accept infertility as a challenge in your life, if you're struggling to take on the challenge to choose infertility instead of infertility choosing you, If you feel like you're resisting it, trying to hide, run away, or just want that sweet relief of quitting, then coaching would probably be amazing for you, right? Um, We can develop your resilience, your grit, and really uncover those habits and those patterns that are not serving you, right? Plus, I help you get pregnant by teaching all the things about diet and lifestyle, aka cycle tracking, diet changes, supplements you could beyond help give yourself and your body the best chance at conceiving with or without fertility treatments. So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, book a strategy session. Um, That link is going to be on the bottom of the page. Or if you just want to get a taste of coaching, then I highly recommend like come to that support group. We have it at the last Thursday of every month, right? Remember this Thursday, it's going to be this month. It's going to be Thursday, the 24th at 7 p.m. EST. Um, You can register at www.simplyjewel.com forward slash support group. And I really hope to see you there. I hope to see you at the support group or I hope to see you on a one-on-one strategy session to to help you choose the challenge of infertility instead of having infertility choose you. Okay, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Lots of love. If you love this podcast, and if you have liked what you have heard so far, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star rating and review. Reviews help others find this podcast and help them get the strategies that they need to thrive during infertility. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. If you want to take this work to a deeper level, then I have the perfect coaching program for you. Go to www.simplyjewel.com forward slash empowered infertility to learn more about my signature one-on-one coaching program. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fertility Life Coach Podcast. See you next time.